Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Well, hello and welcome to the Mindset Mentor. I'm your host, Tanya Kolar. You know, one of the topics that we can uh, never get enough information on is our financial health and financial wealth. So I want to, to, you know, kick off this show on some of the biggest questions that people have at this time, which is all about taxes, tax season. Do we want to invest in RSP? Should we put our money there? Do we pay down? our debt instead? Do we save for a mortgage? You know, we have all of these questions running in our mind, and we're going to get the answers today with my special guest joining me, David Barnsdale. David is a senior portfolio manager and wealth advisor for RBC, and he's got a list of credentials that we're going to talk about because I think when it comes to, um, you know, talking to an expert, you know, you really want to be well informed. And so I brought on my friend David to, to help us navigate through this uh, time of uncertainty, a great time of uncertainty with our finances. And he can help to, you know, dive deep into those questions that we need to have answered. David, it is a pleasure to have you back on the Mindset Mentor. A real pleasure, and thank you for inviting me on the show, Tanya. Like I said, it's been a while. It I has. Can't really, I can't believe three years you've had the show already. It seems like yesterday we did our first interview. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it, I can't believe it either. It, it truly does feel like just yeah, yesterday. And the funny thing is about this is you and I were just talking about how you know some of the the biggest questions that people have today are the same questions that they had three years ago, and ten years ago, and twenty years ago. <laughs> Five years ago. <laughs> wow. You know, so interesting. And, you know, it's great to have this conversation so that we can really help people and to guide them because we've all, I think, experienced a great time of uncertainty with a global pandemic and the financial stresses that, that come from that. Now, now, certainly not everybody has experienced financial stress. Some people certainly thrived throughout the pandemic. Uh, and maybe we can touch on some of those reasons and, and, and better prepare ourselves for a future crisis that were to to happen i think because uh david as they say the stats uh you know so many people are are living paycheck to paycheck um and so they they haven't really developed the right habits um or don't have the knowledge on how to invest their money or store a little bit of money away to plan for those emergencies so let, let's talk a little bit about that fear and um you know is it important right now that we start to plan for the future or do we just want to sort of dig ourselves out of the hole that we're that we find ourselves in yeah well you know what it, again as you said it really depends on the person's personal situation right is you, you always i mean good health is number one right mm -hmm. but, but wealth and finances i'd say is a good second point there right because you need both to have a happy life right uh and i just think you know what it's one of those things like it's interesting like it's not taught in school i mean it is now actually believe it or not there is starting to be some curriculum around financial planning mm -hmm. but it's it's something that i mean it affects everybody every day of their lives and yet it was never taught especially for the older generation right yeah uh, which is, is mind-boggling right 
Like, I, and I remember graduating a university graduate. I'm going to date myself back mm-hmm. 35 years ago. And like, I didn't know what a mutual fund was. And yeah. here I am an economics university graduate. And it's like, what's a mutual fund? It's so interesting and so true, you know, and and because we also, again, because we haven't had that exposure or weren't educated on that, we just don't know what we don't know. Um, Or we have picked up patterns uh, from from our, you know, family in terms of their money behaviors and their patterns. And for me, I know I can speak from experience because, you know, my father always struggled with finances. And I know that when, when I got my first credit card and I was very young when I got my credit card first thing I did was I spent it I spent every last penny that was available to me and it wasn't a lot at that time it was probably yeah, like yeah. a $500 limit or something but I <laughs> racked that up and I was always paying the minimum just paying and paying the minimum and you know accruing all this ridiculous amounts of interest because I just didn't know any better so having the knowledge is so key so I'm so eager to, to dive into to this conversation and so that we can start to develop better habits you know, through education. And so where do we start, David? Like if we haven't had that, that you know, history of a, a good role model or a great role model, um, you know, in terms of what to do with our money, where do we start? You know, that's a, that's a good question is like, because there's a catch-22 that you have to have some interest as well, I think, right? But I, yeah. I mean, but I can't stress enough, and I'll, you know, I'm just biased, is educate, educate, read, read, research. We got mm-hmm. the internet now, Google. Like, I can't believe, you know, that people, you know, they spend more time, as the old cliche, on their family one-week vacation than their finances and wealth for their life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to, with so much, in, well, can be a catch-22, there's so much information out there as well, right? But I think it starts with, also seeking and finding a good advisor. I mean, and again, even within the advisory world, you know, there's there's designations, there's criteria. I mean, even it's only becoming now that you have to have certain criteria and certain qualifications to call yourself a certified financial planner. Right. So let's Before, talk about, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's hard to believe, but just up until the last few years, mm-hmm. Pretty well, anybody can hang out a shingle and say, I'm an advisor, I'm a wealth advisor, I'm a financial planner. Really? It's, th- it's taken this long to actually put some teeth to the designations. Mm-hmm. So example, I've been a certified financial planner for, gosh, since 80, 90s, let's say. I can't remember how long now. Wow. It was important to get that designation. I've got the family enterprise advisor designation, which means I very much focused and dedicated to family business, right? Mm. So I think it's two things. It's looking, finding a good advisor to help you. Uh, I would say an independent objective advisor. And we can talk about that a little more by what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I usually like to also say, you know, I'm a, obviously a seasoned advisor. So I can say, you know, it's advice with experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think I that's... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's so important, right? Because you've seen the, 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 the influx and the decline, you know, throughout the market and the history. And, and I think that a lot of the fear comes from that uncertainty of knowing what to expect. But I think history can show us that, you know, we can, you know, expect a certain uh, outcome based on a particular set of numbers. Now, that's not always going to be like, you know, on par, but it can be close, right? When we know that the market is here, it's going to eventually get to this point at some point right may take a little while yeah and i mean if you've got i mean if you're a new investor and you have a relatively new advisor and you're going through this market experience right now that's a tough combination right because this is where we kind of earn our stripes right Mm -hmm. is and i think you know like it's the 80 20 rule right it's like anything there's the 20 percent and the 80 percent um, and I think you have to seek out that those really good advisors out there because there's there's all kinds of different types of advisors out there, right? Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about that. If somebody actually you know is interested in in looking at uh, you know their finances professionally from an advisor, so what do we need to look for? So we need that certification. So CFP, CFP. I would say certified financial planner. Okay. Uh, are they or they, are they just a, a financial advisor? Are they independent? Or are they with a you know, are they a bank advisor? Are they with a little independent advisor? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people that are just mutual funds salespeople. Basically, there's 
just people that are just insurance salespeople. There's people mm. that are just, uh, and there's a whole article in the Globe and Mail about these RESP institutions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or are they a, a wealth advisor as I am, where we are looking at everything I can do pretty well anything that falls within wealth management from investments to insurance to tax planning to estate planning uh, uh, i or our team or our resource of people behind mm. us the brain power can help depending on those situations right yeah uh, it's like an you know it's like kind of like you know you've got your small independent accountant tax mm-hmm. professional and you have your great big uh kpmgs of the world or those other big accounting firms and you've got your mid level accounting firms as well. It depends, I think, on the, the needs and the situation and complexity of the client. Yeah, right. that makes sense. And I think that, you know, there, there really has to be a good trust and a bond, you know, with whoever you're selecting, right? And I think that, you know, research is always key and to to reach out for the help. The resources are there. I think it's important because we just don't know what we don't know. Um, and I think that, you know, there's, there's definitely... Uh, a lot of opportunity to do self-investing, um, which I, I personally do some of that myself. But I also know the importance of having uh, the real professionals to, to take a look and say, okay, well, maybe you want to think about this instead, right? Because it's just, you, we can't be an expert in everything. So I think it's important to, to get that help. Um, so really great advice there. So let's, t- let's start with, um, you know, RSPs because because I think at this time of the year, people are looking to, well, what do they do? Should they actually, you know, take out that RSP, invest their money uh, that way? Or do they want to pay down their debt or, or use the money for something else or treat themselves to a vacation because they feel <laughs> deprived, <laughs> you know, or stressed? And then when we're stressed, we want to spend money, right, and do something great for ourselves. So, uh, and of course, every every action has a result, right? So let's talk about Every RSPs. action has a reaction, exactly. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And sometimes there can be bad reactions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, some great questions. So, and it is that time of year. It is RSP time. And as I said, you know what? Like, I still cannot believe I run across people, uh, individuals, and I don't know what it is. It's, but it's, it's, and it's like they've got this idea that you know, I pay the why bother with an RSP? I pay the tax now, or I pay it later. Yeah. And I honestly am, I'm still flabbergasted and shocked that people think that way. Uh, unless you're in a very low tax bracket, mm-hmm. you, it's almost would you almost have to look at RSPs. Everybody, you know, we're taxed to the max in this country, you know, mm-hmm. on income tax, property tax, HST, t- alcohol tax, gas on tax, carbon tax, probate fees. I mean, uh, everybody's, you know, looking into complaining about the tax they pay, but one of the best things the government ever did, two things actually, is create RSPs to save tax now, pay it later. And again, qualify it. It depends on the person's tax income and tax mm. situation, but it doesn't take you to have a lot of income to be in a high tax bracket in this country. Yeah, right? yeah. And I use the analogy, you know, if you're in a 40% plus tax bracket, which doesn't, again, doesn't take a lot of income to be there. I see so many people that are focused on their mortgages and their debt when we had the lowest interest rates up until now in the history of interest rates you know they were worried about a one or two percent debt interest rate and they're paying tax at four percent forty percent sorry you know and my simple math is you know what if i have a dollar and i can save 40 cents in tax or i can save two cents in interest costs why am I focused on the 2% interest when I can be getting 40% back over here? And by the way, I'll expand on that. You, I think you can do the best of everything. Because think about it. If I've got you know, 10 grand to put into something, pay down my mortgage, do a vacation, as you said, mm-hmm. whatever. I would say, listen, what, if you, you can go and you can put it down on the mortgage. You're sa- now, t- things have changed. So now let's say it's a 4 or 5% mortgage right? Mm-hmm. From the two, one and 2% because that's what's happened. Yep. Right. So you're, even if you doubled it, you're still, it's like saving at double that rate if your tax bracket is 50%. So it's a 12% rate of return in a 50% bracket. 
you put that same money into your RSP and you're saving 50 cents on the dollar. To me, simple math, that's 50% return. Wouldn't it be better to take that tax return and pay down the debt? So now think about it. So now, okay, so now I've only paid down 5,000 in debt instead of 10, but I also got a $10,000 asset sitting over here in my RSP. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, so that person is now 50% more net worth than the other person. Same money, by the way. We got mm-hmm. the exact same $10,000. It's just two different ways of using it. Yeah, so interesting. And I think that, uh, you know, when you break it down like that, it's so clear, right, you know, on what, what choice we, we want to make. But um, oftentimes, the question that people always say is, you know, um, you know, can I afford it? Can I afford it? And I think the real question should be um, that we should be asking ourselves, you know, can I afford not to? Right? <laughs> right? Uh, because when we look at the overall return, you know, and then again, we want to project a little bit further into the future, you know, in in that sense and look at, you know, the whole umbrella. Um, and, 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 you know, again, that's something that you talked about for for yourself in terms of of a wealth advisor, really all the things that you're looking at and taking and factoring into the equation of someone's individual wealth, it is the umbrella approach. It's everything, right? Looking at the debt, looking at the, the mortgage, um, you know, if there is one or, you know, expenses. But but at the end of the day, when you can save that kind of income um, just from the get-go. Tax, of that kind of tax. The ta- sorry, that ta- yeah, exactly. Thank you. That kind of tax. Um, you know, that's huge, uh, right? So, and it really makes a big difference when we compound that throughout the years, right? Because we got to look at, I think, you know, what is our end goal? So, so when you meet with somebody uh, in terms of, you know, a newbie coming on board, asking questions, you know, what are some of the things that you look at? And what, is, what are some of the biggest questions that you have that can help guide people? Well, the biggest question, number one, is just the risk profile. Mm. You can't really start any type of investment wealth management program without knowing the risk profile, mm-hmm. number one. Number two is just, and again, we spend a lot of time in what we call our discovery meeting, mm-hmm. just finding out all about the client and what's important about money to them. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, like that's a very simple question. If yeah. you think about it, what's important about money to you, mm-hmm. but how many advisors are, you know, actually ask that simple question? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, it, it's, and it's true. Finding out what their goals and objectives are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've used examples of even the RSP. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is, by the way, like I I just recently brought on board some new clients. They'd sold a business. So these people, like I was, they were making three, four hundred thousand a year and were not, have not been doing RSPs. Whoa. I was shocked. I'm yeah. absolutely shocked. Yeah. Because not only is their philosophy was, well, pay the tax now or pay it later. But there's other things. First of all, that money is now sheltered and whatever whatever it earns, mm-hmm. you know how you invest it, is still tax sheltered. Key. Number two, you don't go and pull it all out at once. You pull it out as income in retirement, mm-hmm. right? So it's only going to be partially taxed as you pull it out. And the theory is you're going to save more tax now when you're earning money and you're going to pay less tax in retirement when you pull it out, which in theory for most people that is the general rule. But some people, you know what, you might be making the same or more money in retirement. So you're paying the same amount of tax. Every tax advisor will tell you, and I'm not a tax professional, right? You have your tax accountants, tax professionals and lawyers. Yep. But, you know, it's deferral, deferral. You want to deduct, defer as much as possible and pay it in the future because at least it's in your hands doing something. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Simple yeah. as that deduct and defer okay i love that that's great and avoid if you can but that's not we're not going to go there (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it's it's so interesting though and you gave the example of you know this business and they were earning you know 300 to 400 thousand uh you know a year Uh, and I find that whether you're earning 50000 or 300000 or a million dollars a year, unless you really know what your financial goals are, it's hard to set up that plan, right? I think you need to understand, like, what, what is it that you, that you want? Uh, what is the end goal? Because a lot of people, I think, believe that, 
you know, they can't ever retire, um, but without actually doing the numbers. So is that something that you work with your, uh, you know, clients or potential clients and helping them to kind of, you know, determine like what is oh, it that they I, want and can they I, retire? Absolutely. Like every client that comes on board, we do, first of all, risk profile. Mm-hmm. Then we do a, a, either a comprehensive financial plan depending on the complexity of the situation, yeah. or we will do what we call a MyGPS, which is a more uh, a simplified version, but mm-hmm. it looks at retirement planning, wealth planning, estate planning, insurance planning. It looks at all the pillars of a financial plan. Like mm-hmm. every client should have a financial plan. And that's the other scary part about our statistics, by the way, mm-hmm. is I was just reading something the other day, and 50% of people with advisors don't have a financial plan. With that's advisors, with what? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's it's shocking. Pretty shocking. Yeah. Now, I think the whole industry is changing, and I mm-hmm. think it's getting much better. Mm-hmm. But it's it was scary, right? And actually, as a matter of fact, there's a uh, we we for I'm doing a lot of them right now. Like I got about half a dozen clients that all of a sudden, you know, they've had one thinking of retiring earlier than expected. So we have to do the retirement income projections. But there's also another part of that. It's not just saying where am I when do you want to retire, right? And doing the numbers. It's also when you get, you've accumulated this wealth or your RSPs or whatever, you, there's also software out there to optimize your retirement income between registered, non-registered, depending on where your pots of money are, right? Insurance can be a tool hmm. to accumulate wealth and then access it in retirement. Do you use corporate money within a whole code? Do you use, you know, uh, another big question, which uh, I think a lot of people actually do a mistake on this, is uh, they take their CPP too early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, s- simple math again. Okay. Every year you take it early, I believe is about 6% you give up, half mm-hmm. a percent a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you take it at 66 instead of 65, you're taking a 30% reduction for the rest of your life. Whoa. So, you know, the break even, we've got the analysis on this, is about age 76, I believe, 74 to 78, somewhere in there. Like, you you know, everybody's, again, there's other factors. Health of the person, Mm -hmm. right? If you don't expect to live a long life, take it early. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But if you have longevity, if you're healthy, if Mm -hmm. you pay a lot of attention to your health and your wellness, right, which is what you talk about then hopefully you've got a long life ahead of you. You're probably better off to defer the CPP and if you can, right? Again, it depends yeah. on the person's and, financial and that, situation. Yeah, and that's really interesting because I think that um, we can make decisions in the heart of the moment um, without really understanding those consequences. But if you're taking that kind of a hit, a 30%, you said, I mean, that's 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 pretty steep. Um, and so, or you have to be willing to be able to, you know, uh, you know, minimize your spending, right, by the 30% if you want to keep up that lifestyle, right, or, you know, downsize or whatever, make some plans, which we can talk about, um, you know, after we come back. So we're going to take a break. Uh, great conversation, David. Uh, David Barnsdale is joining me. Uh, he's a wealth advisor and senior portfolio manager helping us to really understand you know some some options to create financial health uh, and and you know what what we can do because uh, I know so many people right now uh, are experiencing a lot of fear and uncertainty when it comes to finances and we're trying to you know help with that in that regard so stay with us here more coming up on saga 960. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. Welcome back to The Mindset Mentor. I'm Tanya Kohler, helping you cultivate a life you love. 
Now, I, you know, I always talk about how our mindset is like a muscle that needs to be strengthened and conditioned. And this is your mindset workout. Today, we're going to give you a money mindset workout. We have our special guest joining us, David Barnsdale, who is a senior portfolio manager, wealth advisor for RBC. Um, and, you know, David, just before we took a break, we were talking about RSPs and you made a really good, um, you know, uh, call for you know, why we should be investing in RSPs. And, and for those who are still sort of on the fence, you know, what to do, are there any alternatives? Like what else can we do with, uh, with the dollars that we potentially want to save taxes or invest? Yeah, okay. let me ask that two ways. So first of all, mm-hmm. RSP to me, as long as you're in a higher tax bracket, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. is like number one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But there are alternatives to an RSP, uh, such as... You can look at, okay, if I'm allowed $10,000 a year for an RSP, what if I borrow $100,000 for 100, do the math now, probably $200,000 at 5% is the same $10,000 of interest costs, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, when you borrow to invest, that interest is tax deductible. Okay, it's actually, there's a term for this strategy, it's called the Smith Maneuver. So basically, and if you actually do long-term financial planning and projections, borrowing to invest would actually create a lot more wealth than doing $10,000 a year in RSP, right? But I'm going to put a big but here, qualification. Yeah. It's riskier because you're borrowing to invest. And it's not riskier if it's long-term 10, 20 years out. Mm-hmm. It's the emotion, as you talked about, it's the emotional psychological factor. If you borrowed money to invest last year, think about it. Your rate, your interest on your loan just went up threefold, fourfold, Mm -hmm. number one, unless you did a locked it in for five years or whatever. But number two, the markets have been down, right? So that, like, I firmly believe in that approach, but generally speaking, my clients don't need to leverage. They have enough wealth. Mm-hmm. But it's more the the psychological, emotional role. Or co- it's hard enough to keep clients invested for the long term mm-hmm. when, they, when they haven't borrowed to invest, let alone borrowing to invest. Yeah, it can be very scary. I mean, just the thought. And I, and I think especially since, um, you know, we're at the, you know, coming out of this pandemic where so many people financially struggled, you know, myself included, not great for my business. I, I'm, I, you know, I have a business and, uh, you know, I took a huge hit in, in, you know, the income side of that um, and taking money out of investments, which, you know, not necessarily <laughs> first choice, <laughs> uh, but out of necessity, right? These are some things that, that I had to do, right? Uh, yeah. And I think a lot of people are also in that position. So then, you know, they question, well, now what? Do I, you know, get deeper into the hole and borrow, you know, or not? So it's interesting that, you know, you bring that that up because I think it's, it's, it's definitely worth 
exploring and looking into all the avenues that are available because as I said earlier we just don't know what we don't know and having the experts help us to kind of you know give us some some options is such a relief because financial stress is not fun for anybody Um, and it's a weight a heavy weight um, and you know and for me listen I'm single right I don't have a family that I'm supporting you know on top of that so I can just imagine for so many and and for the listeners out there right now who can relate to that, you know, how do we help alleviate some of that pressure for them, David? Well, I mean, again, it's uh, almost a little too late because there's two things I want to cover here is first of all, when it comes back to the borrowing to invest two, two points here, so many times. I run across people mm-hmm. that will have non-deductible debt, right? I.e. mortgage, personal loans, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yet they've got investable assets sitting over here. Mm-hmm. So that if they just refinance, okay, and they basically take their investments, pay off the loan, borrow the money right back to buy the investments. So their balance sheet and their debt is the same, let's say, mm-hmm. theoretically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now they've got a tax deductible loan, right? And by the way, like I run across this all the time. And most of my clients, pretty well all of them have other advisors. They're tax accountants, they're tax lawyers. Yep. It's just they haven't kind of looked at the whole picture from a financial planning perspective, right? They run to the bank because they need some financing. Mm-hmm. And they don't talk to the bank manager about, oh, this stuff over here, right? Or Like it just kind of gets lost in that conversation. And I, like, I see this a lot where I'm saying, hang on a second. Or they phone me and I say, Dave, I'm going to, you know, thinking of buying a cottage or something else, a rental. Per-. Saying, well, whoa, whoa. Okay. So before you run and get that loan, maybe we should think about using some investments and then reborrow and put the investments back. Because mm-hmm. one way it's tax deductible and the other way it's not. Got it. how you use money, right? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because it's like a puzzle, right? When you are, are missing a couple of pieces, you just can't get that full clear picture, right? So if you look at every aspect, uh, you know, I think that's really important. Exactly. And the other thing I, I think, is, you know, another area to, to talk about, and again, this comes down to uh, investment philosophy of the advisor. Okay. okay. Because you mentioned this, this something earlier, and I'm a firm believer in owning dividend growers. I like to own things that pay you a dividend or income or something like that. So if it's in an RSP, it's still growing tax. You know, so through thick and thin, especially when it comes up to retirement, you know you're getting that income stream. Mm-hmm. So you're not. Re- so think about it. there's two types of investing, and most of what we hear in the news and what we see on the shows and stuff is talking about growth. Right. You buy a stock for 10 and you sell it for 12 or you sell it or whatever. It's all about I think we get too caught up in growth, which, by the way, was the best asset class when you look at the U.S. with Amazon and Google and all that. Up until yes. Now, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't spend enough time focused on dividend growers or things that pay like REITs, real estate investment trusts, things that pay income. And I'm talking you know, with the market pullback, you can easily set up a portfolio to pay four or 5% dividends. Okay. So in a bad market, you're still getting the income stream. Mm-hmm. You run into a financial situation. You're, you don't have to sell investments per se. You might be able to take the dividends out. Yeah. That's a that's, big difference. That's, that's a, a huge, huge, relief. huge difference. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, and if you look over time, actually dividend growers is what we like to call them are actually one of your best long-term uh, asset classes to be in historically. So, I mean, I think it, it's to me, it's actually a more conservative way to invest. Hmm. And it's been a good investment over time, less volatility, because it's got that income stream attached to it, right? Yeah. And, and you that- can buy some great companies with huge dividends right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, by the way, when we talk about stocks, we're not recommending any stocks in the show. Yep, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Uh, not at all. It's just mm-hmm. examples, right? Because, yep. But there's some great companies out there, you know, that are paying good dividend yield. And I'll give you another little tidbit of uh, interesting fact, which I, because again, you can do strategies from a tax reduction strategy for the family, uh, which we again, spouse alone, we can talk about family trust, we can talk about. But in this country, as I said before, we are taxed to the max. 
But at the same time, there are ways to reduce that tax significantly. Mm-hmm. And to give you an example, you earn 100000 of income working hard. You probably pay about 40000 roughly of tax, saying 40% plus, actually maybe even higher. Mm-hmm. You earn, again, you've done successfully, you save money. You have a million dollars sitting in an investment account earning well, you take about two million. So you generated from two million, you generate about a hundred thousand of dividends, eligible dividends. Okay. That's so you're a hundred thousand working hard, you pay 40 grand in tax. A hundred thousand where you're basically it's just invested, and you get a hundred thousand of dividends, you pay six thousand dollars in tax. Wow. Like significant difference. <laughs> like it almost yeah. doesn't seem fair. Mm. yeah it doesn't right when you put it that way but and the the thing is i just the the way that you're explaining this i just feel so many people don't understand that and if we had the knowledge people jump on board to to, you know to make that that better choice right or the the choice that you know is better for them in that moment let's say Mm -hmm. exactly and again when you this see everybody's you know they talk about fees you see all those commercials all the time fees saving fees saving yeah you know what what are you getting for the fees you're paying, right? It's the value added. You know, you have to have an advisor that if they're charging you fees, they're adding value, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which that's the whole part I think is missing in everything is all the other components besides just, you know, what was your rate of return last year and what were your fees? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Like talking about family trusts, I've got tons of family trusts for clients spousal loans like these are all strategies and they're simple strategies by the way they're not like super complex got it so i would love to talk about those strategies you know get into more detail but let's take a break and then we'll continue the conversation you're listening to the mindset mentor i'm tanya kolar here on saga 960 and we will be back with my special guest david barnsdale to share more wealth tips stay tuned Stream us live at saga960am.ca. Welcome back to the Mindset Mentor. I'm Tanya Kolar. So excited that you're joining us today, listening in to a great conversation with my friend, uh, Senior Portfolio Manager and Wealth Advisor for RBC Dominion Securities, David Barnsdale. David, it's so great to have you on the show. And, you know, I just want to, you know, put it out there because I had mentioned earlier that, you know, you're with RBC, but it's actually RBC Dominion Securities. So there is a difference. And can can you help us understand what actually is that difference? Yeah, there's uh, there is a difference. So we are under the wealth management full securities license. So mm-hmm. we are separate and completely separate entity. Even though our parent is RBC, mm-hmm. we are completely mm-hmm. independent of the bank. Ah, okay? okay, got it, got it. And the and let me use some analogies. Is you know clients will go into their their institution their banking institution Mm -hmm. and ask about rsps at this time of year and what are some options and basically they're going to get that institution's mutual funds or that institution's gic's yeah Mm -hmm. when you speak with somebody such as ourselves an independent advisor or rbc ministries wealth advisor or other firms we are completely independent which first of all we find out what you're looking for what your needs are what your risk profile is a whole you know criteria mm-hmm. and then we say okay i'll just going to use gic's as a very simple example right okay. because now gic's by the way they're getting much more attractive because they were paying nothing for years now yeah, they got a bad up- rap <laughs> well yeah they were yeah. paying like one two percent like yep. they were a negative return after taxes and inflation like they yeah. were off it was like the yeah. the playing it really safe route yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, now they're paying like five percent which gets interesting right? Mm. But if you go to our website, or you just contact me, we actually have our high rate GIC list every day it comes out. Mm -hmm. And we have so we on this side have access to like 60 institutions, all the banks, Mm -hmm. credit unions, other institutions. So we basically can shop the market to get the highest interest rates. 
And by the way, we can have one account and put a hundred grand in different institutions because of deposit insurance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rather than the person going and putting some money here and some money over there and some money over there. It's all under one umbrella, but it's still insured. But we can on this site can actually shop the, the different institutions and the same with other investment strategies. Like we work for the client mm -hmm. and I can speak for my team and our firm. We are actually, we are fee based. We are transparent. The client knows what they're going to pay up front. They see it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are actually compensated by our clients. Got it. We're not compensated by RBC. Got it. Okay, interesting. Ah, that's a huge difference. And thank you, um, you know, for for putting that out there because you know that's that's a, a massive shift, right? Mm -hmm. So, and you talk about fee base. So obviously, you know, we we pay fees for the the choices that we make, you know, in in that in that aspect. But let's talk about, um, you know, just even the initial sort of discovery when you meet with a client. You know, is there a fee, uh, you know, for that for somebody who just wants to, you know, get a handle on, you know, where to start? Uh, no, there's always a, a complimentary, you know, here's our process. Our, it's usually a, first of all, just an introductory meeting. Yeah. It's usually a three, it's usually a three step process mm -hmm. or more <laughs> introductory meeting. Just to know if there's a fit chemistry, yep. right? Get to know each other. I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, your finances are a big deal, right? To people. So you got to have that trust with somebody. Exactly. Number one. Number two is then next step would be a discovery meeting. Mm -hmm. to actually find out a lot more about the, the individuals, their family, what's important to them, you know, uh, what are the goals and objectives. Or, you, know, you know, I just had a discussion today with a fellow, you know, he's cross-border, he's double citizen, mm -hmm. you know, uh, second marriage, so kids from two families, like things, you know, they, no wills, no powers of attorney. Like that's a big thing that I come across with people. 50% of people don't have wills and powers of attorney. Ouch. Yeah. It's a fact, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So stuff like this that we have to get them. We don't do those, by the way, but we'll help them with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so discovery meeting, then we'll usually review everything they've got. You know, we'll come back with a proposal, okay? Based on what you've told us, here's what we would suggest and how we would work with you. And then nice. it's up to them. Yeah. So, so far, we've spent a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of hours, a lot of work. And up until then, there's no there has been no fees. It's basically they're getting good. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Information, education to make a decision for themselves. Because what I think at the end of the day is, you know, we have to earn the right to your business. Oh, and if we've I like done a that. good job, mm -hmm. then hopefully you, you become a client, right? Yeah, I really like that because, you know, my goal here on on the, the Mindset Mentor show is that, you know, I really want to help to educate and inspire and motivate people to live their best life. And, you know, we need to have the, the knowledge. And knowledge is power. Um, and we're not all experts in everything and all things. We're just not. Um, and so it's really important to to get the help from people who do have the, the knowledge, who can guide us. Um, and again, the, the choice 
choice is going to be ours, right? We have control, but it's just nice to know what our options are. Um, I think too many people, David, sort of bury their heads in the sand when it comes to their finances because they're scary um, or, you know, or they just don't know what to do or they've sort of given up. And, you know, that's not a great place to be. You have to look at your finances, you know, don't uh, have those bills coming in on, and leave them unopened, right? Because <laughs> they're still going to be there <laughs> whether you open them or not. It, they're there. So, exactly. you know, yeah, we got to take action. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And you made a very good point there is we're a team, you know, I've got a team around me, but we have a huge, and this is, distinguishes us from all our competition. We have the biggest resource base of brain power of any wealth management firm in the country. Mm. So not only do you have our expertise as your advisors, but we have uh, will and estate specialists, which will review your wills, powers of attorney, shareholders agreement. These are usually lawyers by background that work for RBC as part of our team, mm-hmm. right? We don't do the wills and powers of attorney, but we'll help prepare them to go and see their professionals, right? We have insurance specialists. That's all they do is focus on insurance, complex insurance and insurance needs for clients. Mm-hmm. We have certain, actually we have business owner planners and financial planners, which all they do is the planning for our clients. So even though I'm a CFP and I do some planning, I actually have specialists that we get and say, you sit in with the, our clients and please do this, the financial plan or the business owner planning for the client. And this is all part of the one fee. Wow. It's not like these are extras. These are all part of the package. These are all mm-hmm. part of the wealth management package. Yeah. And I know we are one of the, you know, uh, I left a competitor years ago and there was a reason because when I saw the resources and the capabilities here, I mean, honestly, no, you know, we're no, nobody, nobody comes close. Yeah, I love that. So again, really important to distinguish the difference between you know the the you know a bank versus uh, the the securities aspect, right? So RBC Dominion Securities um, is you know obviously who you who you represent. And so if anybody listening right now, David would like your support, how can they get in touch with you? Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, well, it's David Barnsdale at RBC Dominion Securities, and it's nine zero five eight two two seventeen ninety three. Mm-hmm. Or they can just email me at david.barnsdale at rbc.com or just Google David Barnsdale and you'll find me. <laughs> well, I, I love that because, you know, it's so important to, again, you know, have the knowledge and take away some of the stress and uh, the uncertainty that has encapsulated, um, you know, so many people right now through you know, coming out of a, a pandemic and, you know, loss of jobs, um, you know, and people struggling or getting into debt because they were trying to like hold on to their business throughout a pandemic, you know, all kinds of scenarios that happen, which are certainly all individual. So uh, just quickly before we, um, you know, end the show, because we have just like a couple of minutes, you know, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the risk profile. So you talked about, you know, assessing somebody's risk profile. So can we delve into it just a little bit deeper? for those listening to for them to kind of better um, understand you know what their risk profile is uh, actually that's a great point I mean a risk profile is basically you know as it says how much risk can you take and it, actually this is a good point to discuss and probably could take more time because I find two things with people first of all they don't really understand risk because if I ask you what you think Tanya of risk what would your, I know what, what would your reaction be? What's your first reaction? Well, you know, so I would think that you're looking at, you know, age, right? So you, you look at age and income and how, how much am I willing to risk at this point? And if I were, you know, closer to retirement. No, what, does that, what does that risk mean to you? What is it to you? What is the risk? Is it losing money? What is it? Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> and most people, For sure. you ask risk, they think losing money. Okay? Yeah. Yes. And I can honestly tell you, Mm -hmm. fact we have never lost a client money on a condition that they've stayed with us through a long period of time Mm, yeah our version of risk Mm -hmm. is can you handle market volatility so this is coming back to your question is you know if people can't sleep at night at minus five percent and they panic and sell they're going to lose right or is it minus 10 or is it minus 20 like everybody's got to sleep at night factor Mm-hmm. So to us, the risk factor is trying to understand what's your comfort level, how much volatility, how much downside can you stomach handle mm-hmm. before you say, I can't take this anymore. 
because that's the worst thing that can happen is if people stick with their game plan, their investment plan longer term, which is usually five years plus, just because you never know what's going to happen in any given year. Yeah. They yeah. won't make money, right? Mm. So risk is all about not losing money. It's as long as you have a sleep at night factor and don't panic and get out like we've just had, right? You've just seen U.S. growth stocks go down 20, 30, 50% in some cases. Oh, yeah. Scary. You know, clients, if they couldn't handle that, if they had too much of that, and they sell, they're like, they're not in a good situation, right? Yeah. So it's risk is, is that volatility and sleep at night factor. And I'll say two other comments. I When we work with people, there's two things we see. Sometimes they need a push to take more risk. Because mm-hmm. what I mean is they don't, I mean, you know, what risk is there in Bell Canada? What risk is there in Royal Bank? You know, some people see it as low risk. Some people see it as no risk. We think it's medium risk, right? But it's like when you say stocks, they say, oh, my God, that's risky, right? That's the first reaction. But if then you say, what about companies? What about the, these blue chip, big Canadian names? What risk do you see? And all of a sudden, that's a different – their perception of risk has just changed dramatically, right? From the mm-hmm. stock market to a big bank, mm-hmm. right? Or a big insurance company or a big railroad company or something. like they're, they're, Their risk perspective has just completely changed now when you think about it. Or – especially what's happened in the do-it-yourself market mania we kind of had there. You know, everybody's going to do-it-yourself and these meme stocks and uh, like Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. We just like we can't get our head around owning mm-hmm. uh, from a valuation point of view or a fundamental point of view. And all of a sudden now they've blown up and realized, oh, my God, I took way more risk than I should have, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes you got to push clients a little bit to understand what it means for risk. And sometimes you got to pull people back and say, listen, if you want to do that, you take your play money and you go over here, right? We want to handle serious money. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's so good. That's so interesting. And it really uh, delves into it that deeper for anybody that's questioning that right now. So, you know, I encourage everyone to to really get the knowledge, uh, you know, of, of, you know, how you can move forward in an empowering way with your finances, you know, and sort of start to actually look at your finances if you're avoiding them as well, right? So, David, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on the Mindset Mentor. This uh, It's such an invaluable conversation. Absolutely. No, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tanya, for the uh, opportunity. I really appreciate it. Wonderful. All right. So that was David Barnsdale, uh, Senior Portfolio Manager, Wealth Advisor for RBC Dominion Securities, and helping us to really understand, you know, RSPs and PPPs, uh, GICs, and our risk profile, and and so much more. So the importance of, um, you know, the knowledge is really key. So thanks for tuning in to the Mindset Mentor. That's a wrap for today's show, and I look forward to seeing you and and uh, for you tuning in uh, next Thursday at 3 p.m. And don't forget that uh, all the listeners out there, if you want to watch uh, the, the video of today's show or any of the Mindset Mentor shows, hop on to my YouTube channel at Tanya Kolar and you can get the full view. Have a beautiful, magnificent day. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.